I want to kind of say to every woman that's had an abortion, listen, you are not defined by death either. We've come to life. And yet there's brokenness. I mean, even though we have healed from things that have hurt us in life. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of First Person. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Today we're going to meet a number of people, all of whom are in some way a part of a new movie out this weekend called October Baby. I'll begin by introducing you to the movie's directors, Andrew and John Irwin, in just a moment. But as you listen today, I hope you'll remember to visit our website for additional information, not only about today's guests, but also any previous or upcoming program. There's an archive of past interviews and a schedule of what's ahead found at firstpersoninterview.com. And you can also follow us at facebook.com forward slash firstpersoninterview. In the second half of today's program, you'll meet some members of the cast of October Baby and the woman who, as an abortion survivor, inspired this film. But before we get to those guests, I want you to meet two brothers who created this new movie. Andrew and John Irwin began their careers as ESPN camera operators, eventually moving into music video and concert productions with artists like Michael W. Smith, Amy Grant, Switchfoot, and others. Now they have teamed up to produce and direct October Baby, their first feature-length film. I met with the Irwin brothers at Opryland in Nashville, and we sat down to talk about October Baby. Well, we have literally just ended a screening of October Baby, and uh, I want to thank you guys for messing me up today. I tell you, I'm, I'm still sniffling over well, this movie, and it, it ended you know, 20 or 30 minutes ago, and yeah, I haven't yeah. recovered yet. So, uh, John, thank you. Well, I appreciate you coming here to see it, and, and it is. It's an emotional experience. You know, you laugh as much as you cry, but it certainly, uh, you know, it... It, it takes you on, a, on an emotional journey that uh, that we hope makes you you know feel better you know at the end and, and it deals with it deals with a tough issue, but hopefully through a lens of grace and hope and forgiveness. Now so. we should say that as we're on the radio right now, this movie is being released at this moment yeah. this weekend, so uh, it's in theaters for people to see right now. Andy. It, it, it is ha- it has been the little movie that could, and uh, it just has had a will to survive, and um, you know it has been a long journey getting to this point uh, because the issue we took on. Uh, was a, a risky one in in you know mainstream Hollywood that they were scared to death of it, but we just felt like this was a story that needed to be told and that we uh, uh, it's something we fell in love with telling. So uh, we've you know kept working, pushing forward, and now it's going to be in uh, theaters all across the country this weekend, March twenty third. That's fabulous. I want to explain that the screening just finished and some of the audience are still here in the room with yeah. us and they're yeah. they're excited about what they're, they, you can hear them. They're excited. Seen, so. <laughs> What is it about this brothers things making movie though? I mean, the two of you, uh, you know, we've got the Kendrick brothers and yeah. of course the Cohen brothers. Everybody knows. Well, that. yeah, that's it. If that's you want to compare to them, them all together, that's, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think in Christian film, you have to have a brother for some reason, and we certainly um, work well together. We've worked apart as well, but I think there's just a, a great dynamic when okay. we're together, and uh, we argue a lot. But uh, but it's great to be able to work with your brother, and I think Andy has a skill set that uh, is different from mine. And we can come together, and and uh, you know I, I kind of make things visually look great. Andy t- tends to work with the actors and did a great job on that. So, what are your respective roles, Andy? You're the writer, director. No, it's it's all a uh, it's all a uh, hybrid dance that we have developed over the years. From I mean, we've been working together for probably 18 years, yeah. so um, over half our lives. And um, yeah, we uh, we co-direct. 
Uh, John's the writer, so he comes up with the ideas. He okay. sells me on it. We co-direct uh, and co-produce. We have some wonderful team that works with us, and then and then I uh, John John likes to uh, be the director of photography on all his stuff. So he's the visual end, and then uh, I work more with the actors, more traditional story, and then I edit. So it's this weird mishmash that somehow is a filmmaker. We're going to meet some of the cast a bit later, by yeah. the way. So oh, that's great, and I, I like it when we wear a lot of hats. We certainly do because it's kind of like singer songwriters in the music world. You know, when you see October Baby, it's real. It's us. It's what we believe and and who we are, uh, all the way through the process. And um, and it's something that we're very, very passionate about. Life is just something that we're, and the sanctity of life issues and a story about a nineteen year old that 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 goes on a journey of forgiveness. Uh, it's just something that we're passionate about. And um, and I like it that we can we kind of we we just consider ourselves filmmakers. We do a lot of jobs, but we just you know we make the movie yeah. at the end of the day. Well, I I wanted listeners to understand. You know, I've just seen the movie. They haven't. Hopefully, you're going to see it this weekend and support you guys. But what what can you say? What can you tell us about what this movie is? You you started down that path a moment ago, John. Yeah. Well, October Baby is a movie about a 19 year old girl, beautiful girl named Hannah, naive, and you just fall in love with her almost instantly. And she discovers at the age of 19 that she was adopted and was never told because she survived uh, an attempted abortion. And uh, kind of shocked with that reality, she decides to go on a road trip uh, to to find her birth mother, to find answers, to find out who she is. And things don't go maybe as she had hoped. And in the end, she finds out the true power of forgiveness and how how liberating and empowering it can be. And then she finds out who she is and, and how, to, how to live her life. So... It's a it's a road story. It's a coming of age story. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. Yeah. It's entertaining. Yeah. But what we hope the most is it will make you stop and think about mm-hmm. life and the value of it and how important it is. Andy, some people may say, "Okay, I know what this is about. This is a film about abortion," and uh, it's not. I mean, it is, but that's not what you set out to do, is it? Uh, absolutely not. I mean, I think that's uh, uh, the opposite of what we set out to do. We, we set out first and foremost, um, we're storytellers. Uh, our movies are, are supposed to entertain and engage an audience to tell a good story, and I think that's the obligation of of a, of a filmmaker. You're making a value uh, statement, yeah, but it's absolutely. not a political statement. A- absolutely not. It's a it's a person's story, and um, because of that, uh, it is our desire that uh, it's not uh, a, it's not an issue. Of, it's not a movie about necessarily abortion as much as it is about uh, forgiveness and healing. And uh, the context happens to be an abortion survivor, mm-hmm. and I think that's a universal topic that we can all identify with. And I think that's why. It touches on so many issues from everything from the abortion survivor to the post-abortive woman to the adoptee. I think it it, it covers the gamut. So, John, if someone is hesitant about going to this movie, let's say they want to take a friend because, you know, maybe that friend doesn't share all the same values they share. And yet they see, well, this deals with an abortion survivor. Maybe this is not the best introduction for my friend. You know, it's what I love about it is, um, you know, we say great films don't, you know, force feed you answers as much as they just ask penetrating questions. What I love about the film is how universal it's accepted because it's just an honest piece of work. And um, yes, I'm a believer, and and yes, that that it, the film is full of what we believe in terms of redemption and grace, um, you know, through Jesus Christ. But but at the end of the day, it's just a great love sure. story and a great coming of age story. And it was great when we showed it at a at a, um, a film festival in L.A. And uh, somebody came up, a woman came up, and said, "You know, I'm an atheist. I'm a liberal." But I can't deny that the character in your story is a victim. And if that really happens, mm. I have to rethink my perspective. A mother and a daughter saw it together. And um, the daughter had become very – she was raised pro-life, had become very uh, adamantly liberal uh, in college. And they saw it together. 
And, you know, without any argument, she loved the movie. And she just said, you know, I'm pro-life again because of this movie. Um, and so it's, it's a great conversation starter. It's not offensive. And I think it's a great film to take people that don't share your point of view. The profits from this movie, obviously you have to make money when you make movies like this. Yeah. They're expensive to make. But you've, you've dedicated some of the profits to what? Yeah, uh, you know, there was an idea that, you know, John uh, originally came up with the story with and wrote it, co-wrote it with Teresa Preston. So this was something he was passionate about first, and then he it was contagious. He got me uh, excited about it. But uh, as we began to look at where the profits would go for the film, there was just something that he was very passionate about as well, that uh, to our uh, all of our supporters and investors and uh, and the distributors that have come on board have been so excited about as well. And to their credit, uh, it's called the, the Every Life is Beautiful Fund. So, John. Yeah, the Every Life is Beautiful Fund is uh, 10% of the profits of the movie will go into that fund. And we we have to make the venture profitable because if you if you make something profitable that means yeah. it becomes sustainable sure. and that means one christian film can become two can we become get 10 right we understand and so but out of that profits of the movie we thought it was very very important that some of that that money uh, would go to frontline organizations helping young girls face crisis pregnancies mm-hmm. not uh, really helping the people and then also to adoption agencies and those that care for orphans yeah. and so that's what the fund's about was it difficult to get distribution for this movie given its theme and much more difficult than we even knew. Anyway. I mean, yeah, if, yeah. if anybody were to say, you know, Andy and John, your, your first feature film, you've done music videos for years, your first feature film is going to be about, uh, you know, this topic, we probably would have uh, steered clear of it. But, you know, most of the time, as a filmmaker, sometimes you go out and you find the story. But nine times out of ten, the story finds you. And this story found us. We so fell in love with originally with Gianna's story. And then what that inspired October Bay, we so fell in love with this story that we had to make it. But then once we got to the uh, the people that we thought were going to distribute it and all the, the studio system, they were terrified of it. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, John can... We heard the word no more than I wanted to hear. And we heard <laughs> the word polarizing. And what kept us going was this, we believed that that this was an issue that was on the heart of God. One of my great favorite quotes was, Stop asking God to bless what you're doing. Find out what God's doing and get involved in it because it's already blessed. And I believe God, there's something going on in the sanctity of life cause in America, and there's change coming, and there's young people that are more pro-life than even their parents are when you look at the, the, the surveys. And so we kept going on a belief that this is an issue on the heart of God, and this is an issue on the heart of a lot of people. And every step along the way, it's been amazing to see that validated and the miracles that have happened to bring this thing to movie screens because it was um it, it, had, it, it there was a moment where we didn't feel like that was even in the possibility to see what's happened now and to see people stand up and say we want to stand for life with you at the movie theater has been amazing Andy, I know you, you realize you're standing on the shoulders of some other filmmakers who have gone before you. We're riding kind of a wave right now of faith-based film. It's very encouraging to see what's happening, and, and guys like you are stepping up. It's exciting to see what God is doing. I mean, to think the the window that God has given Christians into entertainment right now is unprecedented. And uh, we owe a lot of that uh, specifically to the Kendricks and the Sherwood and what God's done there. And uh, those guys have had a huge impact on our lives. Uh, as filmmakers and as and as just men of God and friends, and um, uh, John worked on Courageous as a second unit director, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it was actually Alex that really challenged us to step out of the box. Um, good, John, you want to share? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing what's God's on the move in the in the film faith based film world, and and uh, it's amazing to see what's going on, and I can't wait to see the future of what happens. John and Andy Irwin, thank you guys. We're looking forward to everybody seeing October Baby this weekend if you can. Yes, right? please go this weekend. God bless you. Thanks right. for being a part of our team. It's been great. 
Coming up in the second half, we'll meet Gianna Jensen, who inspired this movie, and a couple of members of the cast of October Baby. Next week, we'll meet a man who grew up in a Muslim home, but now is a follower of Christ. I believe, William, that every Muslim deserves to hear the gospel. And here in America and around the world, most Muslims, they are not hearing the gospel. They are not having a chance to hear the gospel. That's the passion God has given me. First sent to America as a Muslim missionary, Dr. Abraham Sarker now proclaims the gospel. We'll meet him next time on First Person. Back with the second half of this week's First Person, and uh, what a what a treat to sit down with members of the cast now of October Baby, out this weekend, as a matter of fact. And we just had a, the joy of talking to John and Andy Irwin, the makers of this film. Now we have a couple of the cast members and Gianna Jensen here with us, too, who's an abortion survivor. And we'll get to Gianna in just a moment. But Sherry Rigby and Jason Berkey. Uh, Sherry, welcome. Hi, thank you. Nice thank to you see you and me. talk to you and see you yes. in this movie. It's it's powerful. It really is. Uh, thank you. I'm sure you've thank seen you. it several times now. <laughs> we just had the screening here today. but You know, just a few, but it never ceases to amaze me. There's something that will, you know, stick out and reach out to me. In fact, I was just telling Jason earlier that um, listening to Jasmine Guy talk about the eyes, you know, these beautiful eyes, and my mother... Um, has always said that to me, uh, even from my birth. And I thought, that's I've, how many times have I watched this movie and not heard that? And today I heard it. And it was just wow. another piece of this beautiful picture that God's yeah. given. Jason, you played one of the lead roles in October Baby. Yes, sir. And it had to be fun and moving and it all of the was, above. Huh? It was. Fun. I, I am uh, I'm a hopeless romantic, so <laughs> I love love stories. I'm not afraid to uh, to admit that. And so, yeah, it was fun, and and Rachel's a good friend of mine, so it was fun to play with her. And Rachel plays the female like, lead. You play the male lead. Plays yeah. the female lead, Hannah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I I play the the guy next door, I guess, and we grew up together and have this uh, this secret love connection that we don't talk about. All right, uh, Sherry, you you've got to help me here because Jason's not going to talk about this, but oh. I, but oh, I understand boy. he's becoming. Uh-oh pretty popular yes, yeah yeah <laughs> okay. i think he's actually I, I think he's getting a lot of facebook requests yeah, and sure. i think before we know it he's going to be um the poster instead of the you know <laughs> hannah's going to probably be rachel's going to be upset she's probably going to be removed, jason burke and it's going to be jason burke and it's going to be yeah. blown up on lots of young women's was... walls and i told him i was actually stalking him he just doesn't know it right, right yeah yeah <laughs> your face is red jason yeah i know that's refreshing what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was in my contract, actually, for the post, me to be featured in the post. I see. So. Okay, well, yeah. let's bring Gianna, Gianna in on this conversation as well. So nice to see you again. We met years ago, didn't we? Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> you were you were about, I, I'm thinking 14, 15 years old when we first met. Come a long way, <laughs> I, I hope. <laughs> Gianna, you've inspired this movie. You are an abortion survivor. This movie has that theme, and it goes, you know, the, the relationship theme, the forgiveness theme, and you sat here and watched it again today. What, what are some of your thoughts about what you saw on the screen? Well, the first well, the first time I saw it, and this was the second time, I was so annoyed. I could not wait for Jason, for, for him to break up with the girl. I was like in my living room, and I'm like, come on, break up. <laughs> you wanted her to dump one love interest oh, in the favor so of sure. Rachel, right? Yeah, okay. I am a hopeless romantic as well, and I'm like, come on, it is so clear. 
And um, no, but then today I cried and I, you know, but when I first, when I first saw it, it took me, it took me about two months from the time that the brothers sent me the film to even sit down on my couch and stick it in the DVD player. And I was, I had to pray. I'm like, God, please just help me just one scene at a time. And I couldn't understand why. Funny enough, I, I wasn't understanding why. I was like, you know, I mean, I live with this story. I tell it often. I mean, you know, but to sit down, and I didn't know at that time that I had even had any part in inspiring the film, which made me laugh hysterically when I found it out. Because I had no, here I've sang in the film and whatever, and I had no idea until Andy looks at me one day and says, don't you know that you you inspired uh, this film in part? And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I had no idea. But anyway, when I saw it, um, and then today too, it was. Just, it's just very... It's very emotional on a lot of different levels. I think for me, I I want to live in such a way that I'm not living out of death and identifying and finding my worth in death, but rather rather life. And it's a strange way to live when people identify you uh, with with death, but you have so much life. Does that make sense? Yes, it does, yeah. And I'm so glad you said that, because, you know, it'd be easy for us to say, well, Gianna's story inspired this story, and just leave it at that. It affected you deeply. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I was I was either laughing hysterically at, at the Evelyn, you. Yes. and you know, whatever, <laughs> or I'm, I'm watching Sherry, and the depth of, I mean, I'm just, even today, I'm just watching that, and it was just such an honor uh, to sit with her and for us to to just to just be um i mean even even just watching today just in the presence of God, I think for me living i I want to kind of say to every woman that's had an abortion, listen, you are not defined by death either we've come to life, and yet there's brokenness i mean even though we have healed from things that have hurt us in life. I think I think there's a brokenness at times. That is so well said, Gianna. And I appreciate you bringing up Sherry's role in the film. Sherry, you play the birth mom in in this movie. Very emotional scene. I, I'm not going to go in and spoil it for people who are going to go out and see it this weekend. But um, this was more than a movie for you in many ways, ways that the producers didn't even realize when they cast you in in the role. Tell me about that. Well, it was um, it was. Really, it was so interesting because I remember John calling me and said, "Hey, we have this part for you in this film, and we really, you know, we really feel like it's meant for you, and we we would love for you to read the script and and tell us, you know, what you think, and if you if you if it fits, then we want you for it." And um, so, right from the beginning, from the minute of seeing Rachel Hendricks' picture on the cover of the printout, you know, of the the front of the script to uh, the ending, where again, I'm not, I don't want to ruin it, but there's a very special ending part to the film where um, I'm with my my husband. You know, all of these things paralleled my life, and to be sitting there reading a script that you know, first of all, John and Andy, being friends, knew nothing, you know, of that. They didn't past. know. No. They didn't even know that, and I had worked also, and it's like, I don't, how much do I give away? Um, there's also my career choice in this film um, was also my life. Paralleled your life. Paralleled yeah. my life. It was so overwhelming to be sitting there and, and to see my life on paper 20 years 
prior that you just know that in that moment, God has ordained this and you see this tapestry of something that, you know, your life was so crazy and so messed up and you don't know how God is ever going to take those things and make it beautiful. And then all of a sudden to be reading a script and to, to see it on paper, you just go, wow, um, I get it. You feel like this movie gave you permission to talk about your own abortion experience. It did. I, I mean, it was really something in my life that I've I've kind of stuffed down. I never, I, you know, the only time I've had to face it was when I had to bring it back up several years ago in, in my past with the, the man that I love, you know, my life, and share with him. And, um, you know, for me in that moment, um, you just know when God ordains something, it's time to share it. And 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 God was also very much with me through this process of getting to the point of when I arrived on set. Um, you know how much you're trained, how much talent you have, whatever that is. Uh, for me, it was a God ordained time for me, and and so He met me. Yeah. And it began with you in the making of the movie, and mm-hmm. I'm sure you've thought of this. It continues now in the people who will see the movie. There are people just like you mm-hmm. who are going to watch it. Maybe maybe abortion is not the issue, but it's some other issue that they feel unforgiven for. Right. Well, and I think that's the thing. I mean, we have to remember I'm one of millions of women and men. And I'm also, to to know Gianna and know the story, you know, and to be able to talk to people about abortion survivors, um, they look at you with this just kind of shock and awe that this can't be possible. Um, and then to, to know people that have adopted children and their parts of the story, and then to see this beautiful romance come to life on screen. I mean, you've got so much happening in this mm-hmm. film. It's incredible. <laughs> incredible. It's well done by all of you. Thank Jason, you. what does it Thank mean you. to you to be sitting here with Gianna, you know, um, she inspires I, us, doesn't she? Yes, I was excited. <laughs> yes. I was excited to meet her. Um, she she finally accepted my Facebook friend request. <laughs> I was I, I was. If you saw my but my post in your wall, I did, I did. But but, but I think I think those, I was in. Admiring. Oh sure, I think I was in limbo for a while, and I was like, man, she better accept my request. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Gianna's a joy to be around. Yeah. She was yeah. And, she makes you smile. <laughs> and, just, and just one more little known fact of this film, when you go to see it, is you'll actually hear Gianna sing in this movie. And you heard that today when you saw yes, the screening here. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. The Irwin Brothers made me so happy. They let me sing in the film. And uh, and for me to be able to sing is such a miracle because uh, living through a saline abortion should not have only blinded me but destroyed my vocal cords altogether. And so I am planning, uh, in, this is pretty getting pretty certain now to go back um, a dream of mine anyways to go back to Italy and sing with Andrea Bocelli oh my goodness yes and his mother was uh, was advised to have an abortion because really? he was disabled and she said no and he was born blind and what we would not have if she had gone through with that so I think it'd be powerful to sing to God with him Well, thanks to all of you for your respective parts in this movie. Um, We're excited about the release this weekend. Thank you. Jason, Sherry, and Gianna, thank you for your time today. And uh, we leave it in God's hands. What's going to happen next? That's right. Thank Thank you. Thank you. October Baby opens this weekend in theaters across the country, the latest in a movement of films with distinct biblical values. Its tagline is, Every Life is Beautiful. My thanks to John and Andy Irwin, as well as cast members Jason Berkey and Sherry Rigby for joining us today. And a special thank you to Gianna Jessen. 
We will post additional information and links about October Baby on our website, firstpersoninterview.com. You'll be able to visit the movie's website and learn more about the cast, as well as the making of this new movie from Provident Films. Once again, firstpersoninterview.com. Next week, we'll meet a man whose Muslim parents sent him to America as a missionary for Islam, but his life took a dramatic spiritual turn. We'll talk with Dr. Abraham Sarker next week. Now with thanks to my friend and producer Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepard. Join us next time for First Person. First Person.